Welcome to Become a Media Maven. I am your host, Christina Nicholson. I am the owner of Media Maven, the founder of Podcast Clout, and the content creator at Christina All Day. Today, I'm going to tell you what I am watching on Netflix because I'm out of shows to watch on Netflix. So I need your recommendations. Please hit me up at Christina All Day on Instagram and Twitter and tell me what to watch. In this episode, I'm sharing the last three things that I watched on Netflix, and they were good. Like, these are your recommendations, people. The first one is Ozark. So Ozark was something that we started watching a few months ago. We went through, how many seasons are there? I think there's three seasons, and we're waiting on the fourth one. This is a serious show, but it has Jason Bateman in it. So, like, even though it's serious and has to do with the Mexican drug cartel, he keeps it funny just because that's who he is. It's a little disturbing at times because it is insanely violent and um, it can be graphic, but it's a good show. And you will become obsessed with Ruth Langmore, who is played by um, the same actress who played Tara Newell in Dirty John on Bravo. And if you listen to the podcast regularly, you know I interviewed the real Tara Newell, um, a few months ago, quite a few months ago, about her experience with the real Dirty John and how she had to kill him in self-defense. It was quite an interesting episode. She is such a sweet person. Um, But I got really excited when I started watching Dirty John and I was like, wait, I know this lady. She was on Dirty John. She played a woman I know. So Ozark is very cool. We are all awaiting the final season. I believe it's the fourth and final season. I know it's the final one, but I'm pretty sure it's the fourth season. And if you watch it, the last episode like had quite the ending. So hopefully we can see that soon. After you watch Ozark, you're going to need something a little fun and a little chill and a little not-so-Mexican cartel gruesome murder involved. You have to watch Schitt's Creek. Okay, Schitt's Creek is one of those series where it's like this is us in the sense that there is nothing else like it on TV. Like, yes, there are funny 30, 20 to 30 minute shows on TV, but nothing like Schitt's Creek. It is so good. And I'm a little biased because they're all Canadians that are in front of the scenes, behind the scenes. It's shot in Canada. I'm married to a Canadian. All of my kids are Canadian citizens, but it is so good. And Schitt's Creek is interesting because they just released their sixth season on Netflix, sixth and final season. And it was on Canada for six years before anybody in America knew what it was. So it was on Canadian TV and then Netflix bought it. And that's how we all became obsessed with it. It is hilarious. Not only is it so funny, but it just has such a good message behind it, like This Is Us. So when I say it's like This Is Us, I don't mean like serious, you're going to cry in every episode, but it's, it's so good that you even cry in it, especially towards the end. Like when you see what happens to these characters at the end, and then after the final episode, they have a documentary that's like a behind the scenes, you will totally cry in that. Out of these three that I'm talking about in this episode, Schitt's Creek is by far my favorite. I got on Etsy and I ordered three different Schitt's Creek shirts. Like, it's just, it's so good. You will fall in love with the Levy family. You know Eugene Levy as the dad on American Pie. Um, And it's also interesting that his whole family is in on it. So you have Eugene Levy. His son is the one who plays David. It's his son in the show. It's his son in real life. And then Twyla, the woman who works at the Tropical Cafe, 
she is Eugene Levy's daughter in real life. And then Eugene Levy's brother is a producer on the show. So it is like a whole big family affair and it is nothing but amazingness. And finally, this one I literally just wrapped up this week was Emily in Paris. Okay, so the people behind Emily in Paris are the same people behind Sex in the City. And it's a, it's got a little Sex in the City vibe. Definitely not something I think men would like, although my husband did sit on the couch and watch an episode with me. Um, he does that with the Real Housewives too, y'all. I think he secretly likes it, but he pretends not to. Um, Emily in Paris, I like it because... It's a young woman in marketing. She talks a lot about social media. You get a lot of, I mean, it really is like if you want to get better at social media, Instagram specifically, like this is a good show to watch. Like the Kardashians is very, I think, educational when it comes to influencer marketing. Emily in Paris is a little bit like that too. So if you're in marketing, you're going to like it. If you're a female who liked Sex in the City, you're going to like it. Like Shit's Creek, short, fun episodes. They're 30 minutes each. Um, and it's just a really cute thing to watch. So that is what I'm watching on Netflix as a little bonus. Not things that I watch on the regular, um, but things that I watch every once in a while. Dirty Money. So I know this is three things on Thursday, but here's my fourth thing. It's not a series that I watch on the regular because I honestly find it disturbing. Um, disturbing in the sense that at the end, it's always a rich white man behind this Dirty Money story and nothing happens to him. He gets away with it all. And I find that disturbing. So if you watched the movie The Big Short back in the day, and at the end you realize, oh, all of the banks were responsible for this big 2007-2008 crash, and in the end we just bailed them all out and nobody got in trouble. That's what the end of every episode of Dirty Money is. It's sad and disturbing, and it's just very American where the rich business owners at the top can basically do whatever the hell they want to do. Everybody else can fall victim to it, and they end up richer with no consequences. So I try honestly not to – it's very interesting, and it's very educational, but it's one of those things that it just makes you so mad that this is real life and nobody gives a shit to change it that I had to stop watching it because it was just so disturbing. Um, yes, there is an episode on Donald Trump. Yes, it is disturbing, but nothing nothing too surprising. Like, I think we all know how he does business. Um, it's just a matter of if you care or not. Um, and and it's, it's, it is true. Like, this is, like, these are documentaries. These are, like, real-life journalists and investigators doing these stories. <laughs> so it's not it's not one of those, oh, they're just, you know, there's an agenda and this and that. No, everything in Dirty Money, every episode is 100% true. Um, and like I said, it just disturbs me. So I don't watch that on the regular. But if you do like, you know, learning about real people and real businesses and just the shade of it all, you will like Dirty Money. For me, I just... I can't, I can't deal with the way, the way things are. So I try to stay away from that. But Ozark, great, entertaining, funny. Schitt's Creek, hands down, you have to watch it. I mean, it's, it has such a good message too, where, again, I guess, related to dirty money. Um, you don't have to have a lot of money to be happy and you kind of realize this, not in the not in the first few seasons, but in the later ones, 
Um, it's just so good. And then Emily in Paris, it's just like, right, like after you watch Dirty Money or Ozark and you need something light and fun, Emily in Paris is your show for sure. Okay. Thank you for listening. Remember, I need a new show. So um, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at Christina all day. Tell me what to watch next. Thank you for listening. I will see you again in just a few days here on the Become a Media Maven podcast.